What did Spider-Man say to all of you when you all talked to him? Um, you're doing great. You t- really? Oh, <laughs> were you like yeah. tying your shoes? What, what were you the in the middle of? Yeah, yeah, what were you in the middle of? What did he compliment you on? Uh, you know, I'm um, just sitting here behind my desk, minding my own business, and then all of a sudden, just like, <laughs> gives me the, the the thumbs up, upside down thumbs up. To so uh, give you a thumbs down, but to him it was a thumbs up. He realized his mistake. Ah. Yeah. And he said, good job. And then just... Wow. And he was gone. Wow. Wow. Sounds like he whooped right in the direction of, like, Katie's house. Katie, what what, what did he... Uh, what, did, what did Spider-Man say to you? Uh, nothing, because I aggressively avoided eye contact and found an excuse to immediately be somewhere else. <laughs> Wow, all eight eyes. I have social skills. Yeah, I'm an adult. Spider-Man. That's probably good because he does uh, swing into trouble a lot. Um, mm. That's really good. Um, and then, and then, Brendan, what did he, what did he say to you? I heard that was. He said, yeah. he said, thanks for beating up those thugs. To now, me. now I can skip straight to the boss. <laughs> thanks yep. for carrying me, Brendan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Say hi to Mert if you see him. Yeah, I was walking to work. I saw him just down and out in an alleyway. Some thugs beating him up. Oh. And uh, I fought the thugs off. And wow. And he said, thanks for, thanks for beating up those thugs. Yeah. And I said, no problem, Spider-Man. And then he said, I, it's actually just me, Tobey Maguire, dressed in the 2001 Sam Raimi film Spider-Man costume. This is how <laughs> I get my kicks because no one remembers who I am. So I just dress up like Spider-Man and walk around <laughs> and relive my glory days. And some people beat me up because they like Andrew Garfield better. <laughs> so it Dude, was Andrew a Spider-Man Garfield. turf war. Yeah Andrew, yeah, Andrew Garfield's friends just follow him around looking for chances <laughs> to beat him up in the dark alley. Yeah. And like, what has Andrew Garfield been doing? That's a great question, too. But mm-hmm. there is some kind of beef happening there. And I think neither of them go after Tom Holland because he's an actual child. Uh, can we, so <laughs> I don't think he is anymore. He I've been thinking a lot about recently. Brit- um, how British actors are really good at doing uh, English accents, but no American has ever done a non-offensive British accent. Uh, I just watched <laughs> Black Panther, and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's his face from like The Office and Sherlock, uh, Martin Freeman, or mm-hmm. what's his name again? Yeah, he has, yeah he has mm-hmm. a really That's kick-ass American accent, and I mm-hmm. just realized like, and also the the kid who plays Archie from Archie, or from Riverdale, he's British. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has a really good American accent. Why? Why is everything we try to do know. offensive? Blimey! You know why is everything that is this the podcast? Yeah, this is the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> did you forget? That, did you forget to plan an episode of the show, or what's happening here? <laughs> we, we haven't done it for so long. And I have no idea how to do the podcast anymore. Hi, and welcome to As We Go. It's an actual play podcast about superheroes. 
I it's me, your DM, <laughs> Brendan. Uh, In the last episode, <laughs> y'all were fighting crime. Nope, you were in class. Yeah. Okay. And there was a science project. <laughs> Not had, even a little two bit. Options. <laughs> the three of you are standing mm-hmm. on a moderately sized cruise ship heading from Premu to the dock of the NRC Union. You've been traveling for two and a half days now. It's uh, been a little mini vacay, a little long weekend vacation. Uh, and I want to know, first of all, Katie's going to hate this, uh, what kind of what kind of clothes did you all pack? Because you knew <laughs> that you were moving from a more temperate climate zone to a more tropical area. Uh, and so uh, how, how are you all dressed? Uh, again, apologies, Katie, because you specifically said that this is your least favorite thing. But we are on <laughs> going to an island archipelago vacation. Uh, so I do need to know how you guys are adjusting. Uh, James first. Unironically ironic print button down short sleeve it's got pineapples just like pineapples like in a diagonal like print down the whole the whole shirt great uh brim what are you wearing for that summertime weather uh brim's wearing normal boots normal gray pants but instead of the long sleeve gray hoodie it is the same thing but with the sleeves ripped off Yes. Where where are they ripped off? Like, yes. like four inches down, like right at the probably at around like t shirt. Okay. T shirt length. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Maybe a little bit higher than that. Sounds good. Yeah. Let's go a little higher than that. Yeah. Did he singe them off? Like did he just like cut them with scissors? Ooh, I like that. Did you like that? Definitely. Scorch marks, the whole nine. Yeah. Oh boy. I think maybe someone someone accosted him about wearing uh, you know, fully long sleeve everything. Right. Uh, I, I so yeah. he was like, all right, <clears throat> yeah, you were- give in. And uh, Anaya, what what are you wearing? Oh, jeez. Um, I mean, I would imagine like whatever her uh, whatever she's already got that she wears for summer, she had to go dig out again, and was very resentful about it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not very well pressed. Whatever it is. No, there were some wrinkles. There's some wrinkles. Well, That's well, fine. Is it like, are we talking like tank top, like t-shirt? Like what are we doing? Uh, yeah, probably just like t-shirt and shorts. But cool. she Sounds- she brought her hoodie and she's been wearing it for as long as she could reasonably get away with because I'm assuming there is some sort of uh, climate control on this big fancy ship. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the inside has y- your rooms, your areas where you like sleep and eat. Like they, they have climate control, a.k.a. air conditioning. Uh, obviously, outside, the only climate control is the sun, day and the night. The climate. Yeah, the climate. And the three of you have been, uh, what's been the best food that you've had on this uh, medium-sized cruise liner? You, it, it is pretty nice. This is some four, four and a half, five-star uh, accommodations. Sushi. All the sushi you can eat, Brem. Okay, I guess it's only been sushi. It's all it's, it's really all, good sushi. It's really good it's sushi, but eating. it's all there is. There's just a lot of sushi. And so everyone kind of speaks mm-hmm. about five feet back from each other because everyone has fish breath. It's unbelievable. Uh, you guys are not alone <laughs> on this voyage. You've been accompanied by uh, the B team. James, Steep is your 
let's just say understudy. I don't even know. There's a word for it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, but yeah, he's there with the rest of the B team with uh, Brewer and with Egret. Uh, also, the class right ahead of you has their representatives as well. So you have uh, June, R- Rocco, and Zell also have been voyaging with you. You've had some time to get to know them a little bit better. Upperclassmen, there's a lot you can learn from them. Uh, as far as mm-hmm. uh, faculty, there have been two traveling with you. One has been Kay, mm-hmm. and the other one has been Professor Sugar Dinner. Then there's also just some some boat staff. The the captain, his name is Captain Crew, and there's also a crew who he captains. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, it's been a while since I've done this. Uh, and uh, so on the last uh, kind of two and a half days, you guys are about a half day out from the NRC union. Uh, how did each of you spend that time? Uh, who did you talk to? Uh, and I, I want to kind of play these scenes out um, as we are making our way to the NRC union for the opening ceremony of this World's Fair science event. I'll go. I'll go last. I'll go last. Then Anaya will go second. I think... Um... I think I spent a lot of time not doing much, honestly, because after everything that happened and after the kind of dressing down we got about you were supposed to lay low and you didn't, and also, Brim, you specifically unleashed your powers in a way that some of the populace found negative, um, I think, <laughs> I, I think kind of caused him to get a little bit introspective and a little bit quiet um, and just kind of spend a lot of time working on his science fair project. Uh, is there a particular spot on the cruise liner uh, that you've been hanging out? Is there a library inside? Yeah, it's a big one. It's got, like, tele- for, it's got like telescopes for no reason. Yeah. And, like uh, those big bookcases. It's got like a, a Beauty, Beauty and the Beast style um, ladder with wheels that you can like push around the edge. I'm going to say that Brim has been spending his time in the library reading up on things related to Aplero. He wants to see how the rest of the world sees hmm. where he comes from. Right. Uh, so y- a lot of the information that you get is from more clinical books, things like dictionaries and encyclopedias. There's not a whole lot of like written histories hmm. on it. Um, so it's more references. You're looking in a lot of indices, trying to find keywords. Uh, when it comes to seeing how the world sees Aplero. One thing that you notice about your time in the library is uh, is uh, about every 60 minutes, uh, you see either Brew, Egret, or Steep kind of just poke their head in and, and check up on you as a rotation. Mm. Um, it's part, you, you kind of surmise that it's part of their job to keep these, these light tabs on you. Yeah. I think... Um, who 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 is not the sneakiest at poking their head in of the three? Probably Brew, I would okay. imagine. Yeah, yeah. So um, about the sixth or seventh time, it's getting into the evening now. Uh, you see a big head poke his head through the doorway. Instead of sliding it back out, you just hear Brewer's big kind of booming, bumbling voice say, "What are you reading?" Oh, I'm. Uh... Well, I'm trying to find some information about uh, my, my home country of Aplero at the moment. It's not going great. 
he walks over to where you are shuffling books around on the shelf and he says, no Dewey right. And he takes the book out of your hand and puts it away. Oh. And he said, must Dewey right. I know Dewey Decimal. Mm. And he, uh, he kind of puts his hand on your, the small of your back and kind of pushes you mm-hmm. about two or three large shelves over and he extends his arm across the room to grab the uh, kind of wheelable ladder and then mm-hmm. he retracts back. He like points up and says, J47. Uh, I climb up and check out J47. Let's do a assess the situation roll. Sure. Uh, to, to see which book you check out. Here plus two. That's an eight. You see J47. Uh, would it say 47? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you pull it out, and this book, uh, the sides of all the pages look very much like your sleeves. They are singed uh, mm. and, and, and difficult to read. You open the book as you kind of claw your way or make your way down the ladder, uh, and Brewer is looking over your shoulder. You can't make out a lot, but there are a few pages near the middle where you can see pictures. And you just can see on one side of the page a vast blank tundra of glaciers and, and, and barren lakes uh, that seemed like at one point they were water but are now frozen over. Mm. And on the other side, you see the same image but pixelated. And immediately as Brewer looks at the two images, I think you, you, how do you react to him looking over your shoulder at these images? Brewer, just out of curiosity, what do you think about Aplero? What do you know about it? Um, I know that Aplero is down south. That is true. I know that it is very cold. That is also true. And I also know that we're not going there for the family vacation. That fa- family vacation? Mom said, "Oh, never, not going." Oh, did you want to go? I wanted to see because I heard stories about like it. Like what? Like what kind of stories? I heard stories about men that could fly, and he just kind of like looks at you. He's like, "Huh, huh?" And I heard other stories uh, about feasts that could fit in the palm of your hand. I heard stories about a dragon and a princess and a. Uh, good stories. Yeah, all of that's true. His <laughs> eyes become saucers. Yeah. He um, every bit. He gets really excited. My shift is over, and Nikrit will yell at me if I stay here. But um, we talk later. Yeah, absolutely. I will talk whenever you want, Brew. He looks at you one last time before he leaves the library, and he says, "All true, all of it." And he, he closes the door behind him. Starwipe. Yeah, getting out of there. Uh, awesome. Uh, so, Anaya, how have you been spending your time on this uh, cruise liner? Anaya is nervous about being in a new city and in a new country that she's never been to before, and feels like she should probably be practicing um, how to like trying to keep her power under wraps um, mm-hmm. and stuff, but she doesn't. See, the problem is that if she if she um, goes out and just, like, 
sits in the library or something she's too busy focusing on that and can't like concentrate enough to read a book or something and just sitting there is a little weird so she's just ended up walking like she goes for a lot of walks through the ship just kind of like exploring and mostly getting probably kind of lost i imagine this might uh when she starts doing this this might produce a problem for their minders yeah so (laughs) you've been you've been leaving a lot of residue around as you walk uh and oh jeez trying so hard (laughs) this has attracted the attention of a lot of the the cleaning crews the people who are in charge of the poop deck uh and they have alerted uh captain crew of this nuisance on his uh vessel of vessel of his vessel uh and you uh one morning the 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 second or third morning you guys are out there and i you get called to the captain's quarters uh, to have a small chat about uh, personal responsibility and leaving, picking up your droppings. By by what? <laughs> you've been you've been leaving chunks of other skin around the boat, uh, and, and and that's not that's not a healthy cohabitation environment. Um, and so you are gonna have a chat with uh, the guy in charge. Oh boy. Yeah. So you uh, you go up to the office of Captain Crew, led there by two crew members, and you can hear them uh, kind of giving you giving you kind of a rough time, and uh, they they you kind of hear them say like like now if he makes you walk the plank, all you got to do is just accept your fate and just be fish food. And the other one says, oh come on, that's mean, that's mean. She's a little girl. She she's just. <laughs> she, this is just about like picking up after yourself. She's not gonna have to walk the plank for that, unless. And they both look at each other and they say, "Repeat offender." Hmm. And uh, you are now in front of the door of Captain Crew's office. Uh, one of them opens the door for you, and you walk inside, and you see a large. Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you see a large desk with a steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, for the aesthetic no it's the it's the wheel of the ship it, it is oh the, okay it's built into his desk. desk i was really them. hoping he was just like i'm a captain i gotta have steering wheels on everything yeah uh i mean that too i mean he has little he is uh he has a, a ear piercings um that are little wheels um <laughs> good you see like a, a classic family portrait of like the you know the two old people on a farm with like a pitchfork, but both their heads and are his just parents wheels. are steering wheels. Yeah, yeah, they're both their heads are stealing. If wheels. you look really closely into his eyeballs, <laughs> you can see that the irises are his actually horrifying jagged pupils. Steering wheels yeah, exactly. with little spokes in them. Uh, and he he reaches out a hand and says, "Please, Anaya." No, that's the evil mayor. Um, <laughs> I gotta do it. I gotta do like a crusty crab kind of deal, right? Um, yeah. No, please do Salsa a crusty crab kind of oh, deal. Oh no. Uh, okay. Oh shit. no. Okay. Um. Wait. Right. How the fuck do you? <laughs> no. How do you do? So, give me some help. I am not giving you any help. Okay. Fuck this. Okay. Um. <laughs> like, okay. So SpongeBob is Mr. Krabs. Squidward. Okay. Okay. Anaya! <laughs> no, that's perfect. <laughs> Stick with that, please. 
<laughs> Please have a seat. Oh. And he sticks out his other hand. His other hand is like kind of a peg that you see can like go into one of the wheels on the table. And he puts it in and turns it and um, a little latch opens up and a chair comes out that you can uh, sit, sit in. Uh, he turns it again and the chair turns us uh, towards you and he says, Please, let's talk. <laughs> I've seen two episodes of SpongeBob, so um, as far as I'm concerned, this is, I guess, probably like a perfect spot-on impersonation. <laughs> well done, Ian. <laughs> You're blowing me away. So, Anaya, right. how are you enjoying your oh stay God. on the SS? Uh, well, what were you kids calling it? I was just calling it the name of the ship. Ah, yes, but you were mispronouncing Which, the name, and I, I found it endearing. What were you guys calling it? <laughs> uh, we were we were mispronouncing it? Well, <laughs> uh, Classic Mr. Krabs. <laughs> uh. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's fine. That's all. It's all in the past. It's Anaya pronounced. really doesn't want to say it now that she knows that it's wrong, because she didn't know it was wrong before this moment. It's pronounced Pustain. Oh, you were pronouncing it incorrectly. <laughs> okay, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, there's a tilde over the vowel. Ah, so uh, uh, you probably know the reason why you're here. Um, I mean, I wasn't. Did I? Did I go somewhere that I wasn't supposed to? I mean, I didn't see any signs, but I I might have missed. Don't get me wrong. This is the sea. I'm all about freedom, but I do like to run a tight ship over here. And I've been getting some complaints from the crew members that you are a bit of a handful. Every night after dark, they're having to clean up this gunk that's been accruing all over the ship. And the crew is not liking that accruing. And he kind of like points over to a corner in his office, like a corner of shame. And it's just dollops of your other skin that have kind of been put into a hamper uh, and he says there's no good way we don't know if this is biodegradable we can't just throw it into the ocean it's just stacking up here in my office <laughs> so what are you gonna do to make it up to me you need to pick up after yourself you need to learn a little something about personal responsibility and if you need help, I can sing you a little tune. Oh, <clears throat> give me a C. Yes. It's a C joke. I'm sorry. Because we're at C. Oh, you're oh. no fun. Okay. Oh. I'm, Whoa, I'm when really sorry. You're out at sea alone, alone. Okay, we're doing this. You have to do a tone, a tone. You have to be a good little boy or girl. You've got to pick up after yourself. Your mom's not here. To put things on the shelf. Yard, yard, yard. And it's only one of three verses. <laughs> I I'm really sorry. I can I can get rid of this for you and I won't I won't do it again. I'm really sorry. He says, How do you propose you get rid of it? I'm I'm just gonna go over to the hamper. Yeah. I guess. It's a and hamper. uh put my hands on it and um and concentrate for a sec and it um starts to uh vibrate and then sort of 
climbs up her arms and absorbs itself back into her skin. Uh, <laughs> this might take a little bit, depending on how much there is. Yeah, the, the probably just a couple s- seconds though. All right, the screen goes to like, like the clock, thing. and you see like the ticking hands of the <laughs> clock go around. Um, and uh, you see the clock going around. You see kind of like the sun go down, uh, and it being and not that long. Well, well, and the two of you are sitting down, and you're. I mean, for Anaya, probably yes, that long. The two of you are now uh, emotionally. The two of you are now sitting down at his desk, and. You're laughing about the whole thing. <laughs> and then one crew member tripped over your other skin and broke a leg. <laughs> but it's okay. It was his peg leg. It was already eaten. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Anaya, what are your dreams? I've always wanted to be a captain of a ship. And look at me now. Uh... I guess you I guess you did pretty well on that. Yeah. You know, you could um, be captain of a ship someday. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I never really thought about it. I don't I don't really know. Don't let others be dictating what you want out of life. You got to find it for yourself and you got to sail towards it. Full speed. Yeah, I guess I'm still working on that. I guess that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, I didn't know I wanted to be a captain really until just last year. Took a test, gave me a boat. It was easy. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm maybe, I don't know. I guess maybe I should look into this. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was such a, a, vi- a viable career path. Well, you just keep an open mind. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'll I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> okay, cool. So Anaya has a great a great um Anaya career talk. Anaya, you gain one experience. <laughs> that was for being so bad. Yeah, for for and learning how to not be bad again. Collectively, that was I'm sure she thought some of that was a failure. <laughs> so you get you get one, oh, like all of it. You get some life experience. Um and then she stays in her room for the entire rest of the trip. Right. Brendan, I'm also, uh, also you, you take one experience also, um, because you are now learning how to kind of learn a, or live a semi-private life while people are kind of coming in and, and listening in on you. Mm-hmm. So you're having to adapt to that situation. Um, so you get one experience from that. Um, what does experience do in this game? And Pot- uh, Potential <laughs> shit. Oh, That's okay. Fuck, <laughs> man. Like I said, it's been too long. It's okay. Um, hey, I was just going to go with it. <clears throat> yeah. I knew what you no, meant. No, he's right. Potential. Okay. Uh, star wipe, but this time vertical and from all four corners. Uh, <clears throat> James, how have you been spending this time on the uh, the SS, uh, did I say, uh, Pustain? That's what you said. James has been... Spending a lot of time sort of like replaying the events of the last couple days. Uh, oh, not last couple days anymore, but the the, the major events right. that have occurred. You know, trying to see what, what could be done differently, what, you know. And in doing so, has realized that he can sort of do that recreation physically and not just in his are, head. Are we talking like the division, like dead drops where like you saw like holograms of shit? 
you're like doing that with your skin body. I'm just yeah, imagining horrifying like, meat puppets. Yeah, it's like meat it's like the people. bodies exhibit. Yeah. It's like that, but you're like putting on little puppet shows uh, with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so like imagine his cabin room in this in yeah. this boat. You've got the biggest um, one, by the except, way. Except like he's sort of sitting like the the portholes mm-hmm. over his head. It's it's almost like if you were to walk in, it's like he's grown roots around like oh. the whole floor of the room and they're like sort of creeping up the sides and like people are forming and like walking and having like conversations and then sort of like dissipating back down and he's just like watching this all oh, from the floor. God. This is like annihilation um, shit. This is wild. <laughs> And the moment that he is going through right now is when he went to see Patchy in jail. You know, as they dissolve away, we see taking the place of the figure, uh, Patchy, sitting in a cell room. A door opens. You got a visitor. I don't know who that is. That's just a new person whose voice cracks. Uh, And you walk into the cell. It's not a particularly like high security cell. Um, there's a few other dudes in there just kind of in orange jumpsuits just sitting with him. Uh, and you hear the officer say, like, uh, Patches, you got a visitor. Uh, he stands up and he kind of like sullenly walks over to the bars uh, with his eyes down at his feet. He's refusing to make eye contact with you. What do you do? Hi. Hey. Uh, uh, so how'd you get here? Drive? Bus? Bike? <laughs> uh, mom's got the van today, so bus for me. Yeah, I, I figured it's a, it's a Thursday, so I, I figured she'd be on the grind. So what are you here for? Are you, are you, are you paying my bail or something? <laughs> it's just a good old friendly chat. <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> I could. Yeah, I know you got that card. You could you could you could do me a solid and bail me out. I really could, but um but I won't. Uh his eyes now kind of meet yours and um oh, why not remember that that time on the north side I bailed you out. You 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 uh you dropped the stethoscope. You fell down the stairs. I I helped you out there. Yeah. There's a bit of a difference in magnitude here. Look, whatever, whatever you think they were paying me to do, it, it's not, it wasn't that bad. Look, I, I've, I've got higher ups. They, they, say, they say drive the EMT here. That's what I do. I, 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 I get a few extra bucks on the side. You know, it's still all coming from the same place. All the, all the orders. I didn't do anything bad. I was just the driver. Just the driver. Yep. Yeah. Point A, point B. I'm the guy in the middle. What happens in those points? None of my business. Do no harm, right? Do I know what? Do no harm. Do no harm. It's the whole point. He grabs his uh, right shoulder and he squeezes. And he says, do no harm, right? Yeah. Is that all you wanted to say? You just come in here and gloat? Old Patchy's in the slammer. Old Patchy. I wish... <laughs> I wish I could gloat. I wish... I wish I could feel that little. Look, look, kid. 
as you get older, you're not you're gonna feel very little, and eventually, it's it you're gonna keep clinging to what you do feel, and it's not gonna be enough, and you're gonna use it all up, and pretty soon you're not gonna feel anything, and that's the point where you're gonna learn that there's no right, there's no wrong in this world. You just gotta make choices for you. You just gotta you just gotta you, you gotta be what's calling you. And for me, that was making a few bucks on the side. I wasn't seeing anyone get hurt, you know, do no harm and all that. As far as I knew, as far as I wanted to know, just driving the car. That's the point, isn't it? As far as you wanted to know. Sometimes you got to close your eyes and your ears to the rest of the world and make it through the day. You remember that. You tell me, come in here, you say, do no harm. I say, you close out the rest of the world or it's going to change you gonna dull you you look at what i'm doing you look at the path i'm on do you really think i can afford to do that do you really think i would have done everything that i've done if that's how i was gonna get through it i'm not gonna lie you're brave kid me and everyone else who was working for theseus we were too afraid to stand up to him i'll admit to that you got guts i say that the world's bigger place than premium and if you're going the trajectory it looks like you're going you're going to need a lot more than guts to make it through the other side. Well, then I guess I'm going to have to surround myself with a different kind of person. He looks over at you, and he kind of releases his hands from the bars he's been holding. He says, good luck with that, James. Seriously, I mean it. He turns around and walks back over to his seat, uh, slumps down. Thanks. And you just hear the jangle of his uh, handcuffs as you walk out of the police station and you can see the your uh your anatomically approximate uh double kind of walking out through the door of your um of your cabin room kind of mimicking the shot of you leaving uh and you just hear like someone in the hallway ah what is that Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) and you hear Kay say june are you okay june jumps out of his like like trance that he's been in it's like oh shit 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 and like gets up and you like you you see the like the closed door and you just hear this like like <laughs> like this like wet sloppy sound like just oh. like <laughs> roaring in the room and he opens the door and everything's gone yeah you were hearing things like kill it kill it don't touch it Get it off of me! Get it off! Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Uh, yeah, and and uh, when you open the door, you see you see Kay there with a little bit of like body juices on him, just a little bit. Uh, you see Rocco there, um, who's like sniffing a small smudge on his wife beater. That's the residue of it, just kind of trying to sniff it out. Uh, and you see June wearing a a white sundress, um, and she is completely clean. Hundred percent. She's she's one hundred percent fine. She was not touched at all by the goo or nastiness. But the three of them are just kind of looking at you, and you guys are just sharing this awkward moment. And I think uh, June breaks it, and she just says, "Well, uh oh, five p.m. Guess I'm going to bed. Bye." And she just walks away, (laughs) and everyone just kind of uh, trolleys off, uh, and you are left there in your strange room with your memories. And I think Chris's thing has uh, 
Yeah, it's really oh, no. good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I don't know good. if you have the same one that I do, but he's like... Yeah, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best things you can stop on. Uh, Chris, are you still there? Like, vocally? Shit. Uh-oh. Uh, Chris got raptured. <laughs> yeah, Chris got raptured. Uh, he has been flash frozen. That is what he is left as. Um, let's see. Chris. Oh no. <laughs> oh, he's he's coming back in, I'm sure. Oop. Uh oh. Maybe his internet pooped out. Oh, here we go. Hey. That was hilarious. Uh, that was sorry, really guys. Good. <laughs> Nothing got messed up either. It was just very funny. Uh <laughs> okay, good. you didn't stop recording, right? <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, no. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the picture of you that uh, froze. Oh, <laughs> it was very That's good. very good. Um, okay, so uh, the three of uh, and and um, I don't know. I don't know if it's the making of like puppeteer things or if it was just that weird experience in the hallway. Uh, but you you gain one potential um, for your troubles. Sweet pity um, <laughs> points. Potential for your thoughts. Potential for your thoughts. Uh, so. The three of you are now standing on the deck of the ship. Uh, you hear a loud barge horn, which I just realized I have now committed to finding a uh, sound sample of. Um, There's one on that website. You'll find it. Good, 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 good. <laughs> and uh, you can see, uh, I almost said Mr. Krabs, uh, Captain Crew uh, pointing out into the distance, uh, and you hear him say, Land ho! The NRC. God, that's not even that. What the fuck? The NR. <laughs> the NRC. There we go. The NRC Union. Arg. Turn off the speaker system. And uh, yeah, you guys see off in the distance uh, three landmarks. Uh, which you know to be the three large islands that make up the NRC Union. Uh, the first one is in the dead center. Uh, it's an enormous uh, volcano at the top of the hill with um, a city below it. Uh, off to the right, you see a magnificent shimmering uh, obelisk of, of, of many colors, um, kind of like... Um, Think like the top of it, kind of like the space needle. Uh, so it kind of like curves out and around like that. Um, and you see um, not so much a city, but you see a lot of like warehouses and kind of uh, looking areas by the sea needle. And then off to the uh, right of the volcano and kind of city area, you see um, a lot of smaller buildings um, you see some like smoke coming out of these areas, and you know that's a bit more of a residential space of the NRC Union. Uh, and uh, you guys see something else that is breathtaking, but at the same time disconcerting, I'm sure. Uh, as you make it about the half mile distance from shore, um, the water around the NRC Union is no longer a crystal clear blue 
or even a dark blue like you saw in some of the deeper waters. It is a shimmering uh, bright red. The water is not like blood, not like gross James blood. Like, um, like, 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 think, a think a raspberry or strawberry, um, ring pop, that kind of color. Uh, it's, uh, reflecting off the, oh. uh, and the sun reflects off the surface, basically making it twinkle. Yeah. It's like very, very bright. bright. It's like crimson red. Hmm. Um, but a little bit of a pinkish hue to it. Um, but it, it's flavored like regular water. It's all oh, water. Okay. That was yeah. my first question. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. It's, um, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not like um, you look to the side and like. Steep Does his... Brim go down to find out? <laughs> yeah, uh, who wants to check out the water? In this episode, Brim drinks too much seawater and dies <laughs> and hallucinates. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, would any of you like to assess the situation of the water? <laughs> Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's. Uh, I'm gonna actually this have. All, not. I'm gonna have gonna... all of you roll for this because, like, everyone sure. on board all is right. very interested by what's going on with this water. Well, that's um, appropriate. That's a one. Total of a one. Brim, <laughs> uh, what'd you get? Uh, I got a four. <laughs> okay. Eleven. <laughs> Science wins. Thank oh goodness someone sees something. Oh, you got potential though. <laughs> yeah, both of you two mark potential. Um, and uh, Captain Crew uh, walks out of uh, his office and onto the deck with everyone, and he says, "In honor of making it to your maiden voyage of the NRC Union, a local delicacy, a bit of the seawater, crimson red." Please take and partake this toast with me. Uh, and uh, he hands one to Anaya. He hands one to Brim. Uh, he hands one to Steep and Brewer and Eager and basically everyone. And he gets over to James, who's been like really inspecting the water. Uh, and he says, how about you, son? Uh, how much is it? How it's, much is in the... I mean, it's like a, it's like a pint. It's got like a handle and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and as he uh, as he takes a step forward uh, to reach it out to you, um, he steps on a piece of Anaya's other skin, and the glass that was for you falls into the ocean. <laughs> Splash. Oh, I guess you won't get any. That's a shame. Uh, drat. Uh, and he <laughs> kind of looks at you, and he like gives you a little wink. Um, you know what? Gives you, gives you a little wink with the one eye that doesn't have an eye patch. That's right. He's had a high an eye patch the whole time, but it would have been insensitive to make that his defining characteristic. So I had to reveal it later. Uh, uh, and uh, he holds up a glass and he walks over to everyone. And he says, a toast to your success at the World Science Fair of the famed NRC Union. May you all come away with knowledge of life, love, and friendship. And he uh, says, cheers. And he, everyone clings their glasses together. And he says, now, bottoms up. Can I, Yeah. before that happens, can I, um, can I roll to unleash my powers and see if I can clang these glasses so hard that they all break and none of us have to do this? 
<laughs> you already rolled. I mean, I mean no. Oh, no, I rolled a four. You guys both rolled fours. <laughs> you guys are chugging this shit. Are you yeah, kidding okay. me? Okay. Well, all right. Here, here goes nothing. Yeah. I mean, I got snake eyes minus one, so I feel like I chug it, but also choke uh -huh. on <laughs> and burst out coughing. Probably spray somebody with seawater. That's exactly what happens, Anaya. You you spray <laughs> someone seawater. What a good trip this has been. Um, and and Brim, you you take a you take a swig. Um, it doesn't go down all that uh all that great, and so you're you kind of see other people who haven't um. You kind of see other people who haven't taken theirs quite yet, and uh, I think you have that plan that you're gonna try to go uh, cheers with someone, and, like break their glass, and see if you can prevent them from tasting this terrible thing. Uh, who 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 do you want to save? Who ha who hasn't taken a swig yet, and you kind of want to prevent them from drinking? No one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just uh. You just set your glass down and just kind of enjoy the view of everyone <coughs> yep. kind of like uh, going over and throwing up. We all go down together. Side. Everyone, everyone's throwing up over the side. <laughs> Except for Brim, who watches with popcorn. Yeah. Uh, and James, um, who is standing beside Brim. Everyone else is hurling. Um, and uh, Captain Crew goes back for a second helping with the good stuff, that good red crimson Kool-Aid. And uh, everyone, uh, this is especially bad for those who are already vomiting. Uh, you feel a thud, doom, and your body sway, and you have hit landfall. You hear music. Wow. You see colors, and and and, and parade vehicles uh, marching down one of the main streets. Uh, welcome to the inaugural ceremony of the NRC World Science Fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. And that's the episode. He's, okay. he's going to cut it with, with Brim doing that noise. <laughs> and the boat just rammed into land? There wasn't like a dock or anything? Yeah, did we run aground? <laughs> yeah, I guess you did, because there was no one... Yeah, you did. Captain Crew drunk just off seawater, just no one... forgot to <laughs> park the boat. <laughs> the in the most the technologically ship. advanced nation in the entire world we've created. Uh -huh. uh, um, yeah, okay. So uh, get ready to uh, enjoy the festivities next time mm -hmm. on As We Go an actual play podcast about and get ready <laughs> to visit Captain Crew and not in prison. a place where we talk about Spider-Man and accents <laughs> like you thought it was bad this show that is definitely not an improv show definitely definitely not an improv show uh, okay. yeah you are all yeah as demonstrated by my complete failure to yes yeah. and any of that yeah. uh, at all beginning of next episode the three of you are defense attorneys for Captain Crew <laughs> TWG <laughs> 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 Garbage dot online.